Hello and welcome to the Papoos and Mirage show. But we hope you enjoyed last week's episode and we've come back with a new episode today, a brand new episode, of course. I know we couldn't come to you on Wednesday after the looting game because, I mean, we are students and so a lot of things come on for us. But hopefully during the weekends, we'll always come up with something after a weekend game. So this, this podcast today is purely to talk about the Brighton and United game. Um, is it tactics? What what is what is wrong? What is wrong, Papus? Oh, um, welcome to another ch- uh, episode. Yeah, but I'll start with this week's game wasn't really what we all expected. You know, mm-hmm. um, we had a we had a good good simple minutes. You know, we didn't have the whole the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, Brighton really dominated the whole game. Um, looking from what we all saw on telly, um, the tactics nice, but I feel sometimes our players were out of position, and that was really one well, uh, Yes, that was really what cost us a lot. If we look at how we considered goals, the little fouls that went against us, um, the I don't know the confidence level of certain players in the team. It's really not good for us at the moment and it needs to be addressed um, yeah those are the few things I've come around with the team I like today. that you highlighted confidence level because mm-hmm. that was going to bring me to the do you think it's a lack of preseason situation because you look at teams like um, and I, I know I wrote that Manchester City Wolves Inter Milan they struggle to win their game Bayern Munich lost to Hoffenheim. You look at all these teams. Do you think it's because they didn't have enough preseasons? That's why they are struggling in their various leagues. Yes, um, United. Yes, if you look at it, this year's um, just ended calendar for the soccer season of 2019 2020 mm-hmm. really went far from what we expected. Yeah, there was a seven week break yes. between the end of the Premier League and the next one. Yes, and then um, because of the global pandemic. Um, there was a break for at least what three months, three months. before mm-hmm. they had to finish playing the last seven eight games. Mm-hmm. So I feel um, the players didn't get the needed break they wanted, like time with their family, time to release stress. You know, much mm-hmm. was expected from them, and they just jumped into a new season. So new signings coming in, and also um, the old people they are tired. Mm-hmm. And soccer. Training twenty-four. You know you have a match on Saturday. You are training on Saturday, uh, Friday. So there's a lot. There's no break, and I feel <clears throat> players are tired. Um, that's why there's the importance of new recruitment mm-hmm. for the teams, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> that has also hindered their confidence level. Um, some players don't seem to be eager to do something um the marshall fc people will talk but at this moment if marshall is the the, the designated striker for united he needs to put in an effort yeah we always bash marshall because we know the potential he has if he does what he he does best he will be hitting hat tricks upon hat tricks like what he did in sheffield last season that is what we're expecting from marshall if he's not going to do that then we will still bash him he's the main striker if you, if we he needs competition, we can get Edison Cavani. He's free for one year and give him a pressure. I mean, the problem with Edison Cavani is his, his paycheck. He takes he takes like half a million, <laughs> half a yeah, million a week. Yeah, 
but if we want to get the best out of Masha, I feel we, he needs a competition. He needs competition. And then when he gets that competition, things will be will be good. But I mean, we I know we're talking about Masha, but Pogba, Pogba had another awful game. Yes, Pogba had an awful game. I don't know the past two games, he hasn't been the Pogba we need. Uh, we, we knew. Yeah. Pogba, we've always it's been four years since he came to United. Yeah. And we've all been saying, Pogba needs time. Pogba needs time. <laughs> There's no time. He's now what? He's now 27. He's turning 28 soon, probably next year. Pogba needs to become the Pogba we all paid expected. Yes, we all paid so. money for. Um, we've seen impacts of recently acquired um, talents. We've seen the likes of Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes. We've seen the likes of Van de Beek has just played like, what three matches. He's played less than less than what not less than forty five minutes across yes. the board. And, and we've seen his movements. His movements are very fantastic. The way he places his position is one of the best. If you look at players like um, Van de Beek's runs, it's very very important for the team. He he finds the spaces. Pogba, we know he he's an excellent, exceptional player, but certain times he doesn't make those runs, and those runs opens up defenders. He did it when Oli first came, when Oli was a caretaker. He made those runs. He got all those. That was runners. a statement. He was trying to prove a statement. I feel to Mourinho. to Mourinho that I could do all these things, but you played me deep. At this moment, we but, have. But Oli is doing the same. Yes, thing. Pogba is playing is deep. deep. Uh, Oli is playing Pogba deep, but I don't know. I just don't know. Pogba needs to step he, up his game. Notice, I feel we should start benching him. You notice when, and I, I know we, we are all saying Van der Beek is doing better, but when Van der Beek comes on, he's not playing the deeper role Pogba plays. When Van der Beek comes on, Bruno Fernandes drops to go pick the ball from the defense and gives it to him. In the brief minutes he's been playing in the Premier League, I mean, I know he started the looting game and he played, but when he's playing with Bruno, Bruno goes deep to pick the ball up and bring it to him. But when he's when Pogba is playing with Bruno, Pogba has to go deep and bring the ball out. Do you think that's one of the issues? He's playing Pogba as six rather than playing as an eight. If 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 you see the United game, he's playing uh, Matic as the deeper role. So Matic is the one supposed to do all the donkey work. Mm-hmm. But you're looking at Matic's age, he can't be doing he it. He can't alone. be doing the donkey work alone. So he needs someone, mm-hmm. and I feel he plays. Um, those two as as um as a defensive midfielder mm-hmm. but when because he plays games, one, two, three, yes, one yeah but as the game goes on i feel this guy drops back matic matic, matic back. plays more like a center back, yes like a he drops back. he drops back to the center back so that's the deeper role he's playing now and then pogba then bruno pogba becomes the center midfielder and Bruno and goes for it. Bruno becomes the attacking midfielder. Yeah. You know, so Pogba supports um Matic. Yeah. And at this case, Pogba has a defensive duty, but he doesn't have that duty as much as Matic has. But because of Bruno's stamina and his eagerness to do things, that's why he carries the team and runs back. Yeah. Technically, if we let's let's look at when we acquired Mata. Mata was the number 10. Mata yeah. will not come back. Yeah. You know, the best part Mata will, will, will drop back is to the center line yeah. and pass the circle. That's where. And then you'll see strikers like Rooney. Rooney will rather be there yeah. clearing ball. And it's the same thing we are experiencing now. You know, Pogba is not going that deep. Matic is the one going deep. 
and then Bruno goes deeper because he has the eagerness and that like the team depends on, on on him that's the same thing we've seen in the last three games ever since Pogba started or like the team started or ever since we got Bruno Fernandes we see his eagerness we see mm-hmm. his 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 zeal to get the ball it's not like the same as I I, I agree because when we first when we first when Ole first took over he used to play Herrera in the deeper role mm-hmm. and then Pogba in the kind of 8, 10 yes. where he had a free row. free row and then last season at the beginning of the season he dropped Pogba into because when he first came he was playing the 4-3-3 mm-hmm. and then last season he dropped Pogba and switched to the 4-2-3-1 formation and Pogba has been in that I mean Pogba didn't play a lot of games last season and then this season he came at the end still 4-2-3-1 mm-hmm. do you think United should switch formations to the 4-3-3 or the 3-5 353 formation because it looks like we are outcrowded in the midfield and Pogba struggles to do the defensive work. He doesn't commit himself into the tackles, he he doesn't really put himself in there, and so we are always overloaded in the midfield. If we are to go back, we've won games with the 343 formations, mm-hmm. especially big games where mm-hmm. we thought we are losing mm-hmm. bad and Right now, we know that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's main formation is the four-two-three-one. Mm-hmm. You know, wait, four-two-three-one, right? Yeah, four-two-three-one. Yeah, four, and then his backup is the four-three-three. Mm-hmm. If he's losing, he plays the three. The three-four-three. But if he's yeah. if he feels yeah. he's struggling again, yeah. If he three, feels three-five-three, three-five-three, three, yeah. Three, three, yeah. Which is the wing backs yes. the and and we've seen how oh, all these three-four-three, three-four-three. Yes. Sorry, viewers. Three-four-three, <laughs> three-five-three is more than eleven <laughs> players. Three-four-three. We've seen how those have improved the team where we we lack where where we've seen him play the three-four-three three and we've outplayed teams. But when he gets in control of the game, he feels that he needs to drop back. We we played a game last season where we were winning with three four three, but he changed back to um to four three four two three four two three one, and then they they equalized. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel that when we play three four three, that should be our main our main our main formation for our games. And yeah, then, I think you were talking about a Sheffield game where we were losing. We came back. Yes, and then we came back, and then he he decided to go back to his original formation that formation is good you i feel if we had players who had that zeal like in golo kanti in our midfield four two three one would be the best one for us yes because, because and then yeah if we had golo kanti and then someone like in golo kanti and then we had a right winger who is very good you know to we'll and stick then, to the yes, flank we'll still to the flank come and in as a second striker yeah do stuff but if we had a best right winger, then I feel we, we would do what we need to do. I agree, because Kante is more... The, I think the problem here is Matic is good, and Matic controls the tempo of the game, but he's scared that if if, if it becomes a running game, Matic will not be able to run. And if you, watch, if you watch Pogba when he's on, he never goes into the penalty box. When Van der Beek comes on, he goes into the penalty box because he allows Van der Beek to play the eight role. Mm-hmm. But when Pogba is on, he never allows Pogba to go into the penalty box. He doesn't allow Pogba to play that eight role. And like yesterday, even though we are agree Pogba wasn't playing, when Pogba was taking off, we lost the game. 
Like we literally hardly could touch the ball. True. Um, yes, that's where we we kind of lost um, the game to Brighton. Yeah, it was it was because when he was taken off for Fred, you could see we lost. We see that position, and, and we were already not having possession, but we see that possession yeah. right after that. And change. if you look the difference between Fred and then Pogba, Pogba has the creativity. He he, you know, you could see a pass from somewhere. Mm. Fred has the pick up run pass. You know, mm-hmm. he has this energy mm-hmm. where. And then he would like to tackle more than what Pogba would do. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing because when we're leading, that was when he brought in Fred, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So he brought him him in to show up the defense. Yes. Kind we, of work with Matic. Yes. Make so sure that, that the defense is, is yeah. stable, you know, because we have Lindelof, who is yeah. very shaky. So to seal the defense, he brought in Fred so that the creativity becomes just the top four people, mm-hmm. you know, um, Rashford, Greenwood. Bruno Fernandez, and then yeah. Martial. Yeah. Martial. That was his idea. But as time went on, we when he sealed the deal for the back four and then the two midfielders, the problem became the right side because we saw uh, March, March and, and then Trossard doing a good job. <laughs> he just hit you know? the bar. And, and then he brought yes, on the... Yes. And then Lamte attacking us from the left side was very like we know how fast Lamte was so it looks like that side they got him um it was minimal yes he was very it was minimal. minimal it was because a situation of them switching that attack so quickly they counter us and then they quickly move it to the right and like we're yes shot yes because they they knew the potential of um match and then trossard the danger they could cause and then we saw it they both hit the post and gave the gear some Flying mm-hmm. saves and all these things. Yes, because they were our right back. All of a sudden, wasn't doing was that of a position. good job. Yes, out of, out of position. And then the one supposed to help him wasn't coming back in, um, to help True, that much. Because Pogba was playing on the yes. right, and then he was taken out. Yes, yeah. and then that was the problem. So the only time Pogba went back yesterday, he almost gave away a penalty. Yes, that was <laughs> the, the, the and problem. If you think about it. The last the game against West Ham when he went back to help with the defense, he gave away a penalty. It's I think this highlights the fact that we really do lead Alistellis and Sancho. Because formation wise, I think uh Ole is worried about the defense. Like we said, when he first came in as a caretaker coach, he was playing four three three and so you had Herrera at the base. Herrera was very hard working, he would run around, do all the dirty work, and you had Pogba and i'm trying to remember who was in the midfield at that time with i know lingard was there lingard and pogba were in the midfield i know rashford was up there um he wasn't playing greenwood of course yeah he, he, he used great. to play lukaku and Martial. yeah lukaku so and Martial. yeah so it was lingard and pogba playing the eight row they were sharing the yeah. eight rows and so one would be a 10 one would be an eight then they switch and it was helping it was helping but when herrera left and the beginning of last season, he didn't trust Matic enough to play, so he started with McTominay, and we all know McTominay is in a defensive midfielder. He so claims then, to be one, but we don't see that. He's, <laughs> he's always out of position. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't even behave like one. And so then, if, if, you, look to, at, if you look at McTominay's um, composure and everything, I'll so, pick Fred over McTominay. Yeah, and then I, I, I feel like if it was say Alex Ferguson at that time or at this time, mm-hmm. McTominay 
will probably be playing for Sheffield United. You probably have sent him out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't There are certain players in in our team that the fans hype so much but they are not United standards. I agree. They if you look at certain people, I remember when we first acquired Phil Jones from Blackburn. That was when 2011, 2010. Mm-hmm. The fans hyped him as Even the next. Even hyped him. Yes, <laughs> as the next, as the next, which defender? As the next Brit, one of British defenders. They hyped him, hyped him, and he, that guy yeah, has scored. Phil own, Jones he used scored to own goals more than his. Well, and I forget, Phil Jones was a left back. He he was more right back. Sorry. Right back. He because was yeah. We we were having troubles of replacing Gary Neville. Mm-hmm. We we thought we had Rafael. At some point, Rafael picked up. Yeah. So that's why Phil Jones went back to his center back. Center yeah. back. But Phil Jones shouldn't have lasted till how he's lasted now. Because if you look at 2016, he scored some horrible. <laughs> goals. has scored more on goals alone than I've seen in my total life. So I, I don't know. Like the. How he fumbles the ball, the awkward moments, tackles, awkward moments. I, I don't know. Some players don't need to be wearing the United shirt. That's it. <laughs> well, I mean, of course, the Deadwood, which brings us to the question: Pereira, um, Mata. I, 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 I actually looked on transfer market today, and most of them their contracts are ending next season, anyways. So if they are the Rojo, Pereira, Mata, their contracts are ending. If next they, season. it's ending next season, then if United want them to go for free, then I hope they have a plan of just letting them run the season and then um, not get any money. But if United, but since we know United as a money money making machine, they'll they renew will, their contracts. I hope to yes, yes, you know, <laughs> and that is not good for the team. You they know, need to you go. need to you need to pick out the dead woods from your team to to have a good um, to revamp your squad for a they good season. Go. And and think when we're talking, I just remember a, a clear a clear formation that has two eights is City last season, last two seasons when they got the last three seasons when they got a hundred points. Yeah, they had they they played um, David Silva, David Silva, and Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne as deep line midfielders. And then, at eight, yes. And then look at this. Look at their their team. They had um, Fernandinho. Fernandinho is very hard working. He's much you know? more mobile than Matic. Yes, yeah. very hard working. He, he won't go forward, but very hard working. And you have Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne and Bruno Fernandes are. Quite similar, you know. Quite similar. Very similar. And on how Fernandez they... is just like I mean, De Bruyne is in a team that controls the game always. Fernandez is a team that doesn't always control the game, but he always creates something out of exactly. nothing. Exactly, and and that's the problem because you know even if you play those two creative midfielders, it gives you creativity up front. Yeah, it gives you that the defense can can relax because they know that as they are playing, they can go ahead like four nil first half, three nil first yeah. half. So they, there's no nothing to, yeah. to be and, worried about. And I about. mean, the and Kevin De Bruyne is very they are very hardworking. It's it's like having two two Fernandes. two Fernandes. Like they will press the ball, they will chase the ball back. Something which Pogba obviously is not doing. So we sell Pogba. And get and use the money to pimp our team. Because uh, we could get hundred million out of Pogba. At this moment <laughs> next season we could get hundred million out of Pogba. Yeah, at this moment I would ship I would I would sell Pogba. I would sell Pogba and look for players out of um 
players to buy. If Arsenal don't purchase our our but this season, I would buy our next season for United. If I sell Pumba, our would cost me probably fifty. 45 50. Yeah. You know, Arsenal is bargaining for 60. Yeah. Arsenal themselves want to pay 50 for him. Yeah. I will bargain for 50. If I get our, I would wait. That's what? Out of the 100 sold mm-hmm. from Pogba. The other 50, I would go look for a defensive midfielder. At this point, defensive midfielder. Pate has Pate, a release clause of like 50, 50 million. million. <laughs> I'll just pay the release clause and then get party. You know, and then after that, you know, you are, you can sell Matic for 20 or 15. You can sell McTominay because he's young or you can sell Fred. One of those two guys. You can you can make some money. And then the little, little ones like Small and Gone, um, Pereira. Rojo, Pereira, Lingard, you can cash up on all these people. And then, and then that's selling our second team. If we sell all these players and we don't really matter's contracts, we'll have to buy a brand new second team. It doesn't even need to buy brand new second team. Let me tell you, you have good youth kids coming. They are hungry, <laughs> super hungry. We should because Liverpool doesn't really have a second team. Liverpool, I mean, Liverpool even, doesn't have a second if team. Look, if they, they have Menamino, Elliot, um, Shakiri, Brewster, Brewster, Brewster is even they are willing to sell Brewster. They have Origi. Yeah, and then Ooh. they just bought Chamberlain. They just bought Chamberlain. Chamberlain. They have uh, these people are not like anything yeah. magical and but with, you with, know when you give them the opportunity they will do something yeah and with the acquisition of tiago and of course jota so now somebody needs to drop. Into the yes ball. i think what we should do is sell pogba um sell pogba like you said probably sell fred because fred has never come of age i mean he's, he did well last season but i feel like because it's a British team, they are more likely to keep McTominay than to keep Fred just because Which of the British roots. Mm-hmm. But so Pogba, so Fred, use that money literally to get yourself a defensive midfielder, a good midfielder, just buy first team players with that money and move players like McTominay and yeah, you just move them to the, the to the to the bench. You know, you know, build a stronger first team. Look at I mean, that's uh, the same thing that's going to happen if we do get Sancho. Greenwood is going to go to the bench. If we if we look at yeah, if Greenwood goes to the bench, then it means we have a backup. He's now he's now very competitive with Martial for the position. We know how clinical both of them are. Mm-hmm. If you give that same chance to Martial to score and he misses, you give that same chance to Greenwood. Greenwood, Greenwood scores. Now there's competition, yeah. so everybody would be making sure that they are clinical up front. Because we, I think today we just re- refused the loan offer for Dan James. And I mean, people people don't really like Dan James, but I feel like we need to keep Dan James just because we don't have a backup for Rashford. Which and, is true. And, and for uh, the left uh, side. Yes, we don't have a backup, so we should keep Dan James actually, because he has the pace. He has so the pace. So we, we will need yeah. we will need him because of the type of soccer we play. But for United, yes, we we need to make some some impressive signings. If if we build up a team like Barcelona did in 2000, from 2009, 2010, 2009, yeah, 2009, 2010. 2010, the only player that went out of 2009 was Samuel Eto'o, and then I think a right, right back. Ronaldinho, yes. Deco left. And then yeah. look at the one they built from 2010 to 2015. At least every season they need one person mm-hmm. because someone in the first team is leaving. 
yeah. And, and that's something team, that has helped them for a long time. But look that, at the that Barca team. I mean, Gadila was a brand new coach. He was from the Team B. No one really knew him. He had relegated uh, the Team B before and, and stuff like that. But the board was willing to invest in him because they immediately bought this. Like you said, they sold the right, the left back. They bought Danny Alves. Mm-hmm. Like Devin Alves even came in when like two thousand and seven. So they've yeah. they've done. You know, like they invested, yes, invested. If United wants all these players, if United wants to go back to the United, you know, they need to support the coach. And we are not seeing that at this moment. There is no buy like support for one week to the end of the transfer. One week to the end of the transfer, we've only bought one player, and the one player is because of an ex player. (laughs) If not, we will still have no player, and we can't even negotiate a deal for Alex Tillis. I heard we we made a fifty million pound bid and that was rejected. Fifteen. And so they, they are asking uh, they how much for twenty million. Twenty. Fifteen. 20 million, least do twenty million euros. At least do seventeen. I don't, I don't know. Fifteen million is a little bit. But I mean, United are confident that because they know the player wants to leave, the player might leave on a free, free. and so they are confident. The more the holdouts, the more likely Portia to succumb to the bid they made. Yeah. But and and looking looking at um, the way the transfers. Is, uh, is going. It's next week. It's done, mm-hmm. and we we need we need players at this moment. We are not even confident enough to say that we have Sancho. You know, <laughs> we, we 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 don't even. People are saying. Oh, I mean, the British press were briefed today about the incoming Sancho bid next week, and they yes. were all reporting on it. So yes, when so, you, when you hear something like this, you know. It's yes, so happen. it's Tuesday. Is like the, the day yeah. he needs to submit it. If you get Tuesday, you can get time to discuss. Yes, and then do everything quick. And then get Alex Telles. And then we know that, okay, now we've had two deals in the next three days. The last, are we going to do a deadline signing of a striker or something? Just, you know, make 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 something. Quick question before we go to fans room. Quick question. Tell us, Sancho, who do we need the most? We need Sancho. We need Sancho the most. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you very much, Papus. Well, for today's fan zone, we have Jeremiah from Ghana. And Jeremiah, has, Jeremiah is an Arsenal fan, but he has a lot to, to say about United and how we think of ourselves. So over to you, Jeremiah. Well, um, mine is quite simple. As an Arsenal fan, I am speaking as an Arsenal fan because we've been through a lot and we keep more or less getting windows and we've been to stages where we didn't have anything to spend we've been to serious coaching and structural changes in the club but united on the other hand even after fergie left have been given the best coaches in the world they've been given the best players in the world and they are still not satisfied and asking for more i just want to know if fans have not actually come to them that the club is on a downward spiral and it's going to take time for you to get back to the top. But people still don't think it's that way and they still think things must be the way they feel the old United was. Because as a matter of fact, from what I see is nothing really changes because even with Woodward, he spent over 200 million pounds and still no results. I don't know what else the man can do, honestly. shade the toying at the glazes and all that these people have given you the best coaches and players so i still don't know what united fans are ranting about and all that but maybe they accept the reality that the club is in a downward spiral it's gonna help 
I'm saying this as an Arsenal fan because we've been through this and we are trying to recover. And as um, a food for thought, this is really deep, right? I think this will tie in into next week's discussion. Um, if the transfer, depending on how the transfer window goes, we'll definitely have to talk about this. If the fans are just being too too greedy, probably, or they are not looking at the realities of the situation, or is it that the board is just being very, very incompetent? If we had an Arsenal fan talk, I think we need to talk about other clubs. So let's talk about Chelsea. <laughs> they 3-3 yesterday with West Brom. What do you think? West Brom came up with a good formation and it really worked for them. Um, it really worked. The way they approached the game really worked. Chelsea, I don't know. I don't know. It looks like Frank Lampard doesn't really know how to assemble the new acquisitions he got. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's because he lacks the experience of managing like bigger teams or something because mm-hmm. he we know he has less experience. Mm-hmm. But if you if you sign someone like Kai Havertz, you sign someone like Venner, mm-hmm. you have Mount, mm-hmm. you have Abraham, Abraham, Thiago, you have what's his name? Chewell. Ch- Chewell. You have I don't know. They have yes, they bought nightmares. You've bought, and then you've even acquired <laughs> a new, new goalkeeper. I don't expect you to be drawing three-three with West Bromwich Albion. <laughs> and if it's not even like you went up three and lost the three, they you did a comeback. Three 0 after twenty-eight minutes. Yes, that's very disappointing. Which is very disappointing for um, Chelsea to to go through. Um, most of us were expecting. Um, not, not a comeback of three three. We're expecting a win at least three two four. West yes, Brom. I'm not going to be biased. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going course, to say it. Of course. Yes. Upon all your you, your spending, I was expecting a win, but you are losing three nil. And I don't know, Lampard, in front of goal. Yes, you have Werner, very pacey. He actually know? played Werner on the wings. Yes, you have Werner Abraham in, in the, the middle. middle. Instead of playing Abraham, I would have played Giroud. Giroud saved their asses last season. Last season. At the end of last at, season. At the end of last season. Giroud has the experience to play than Abraham. I would play Giroud over Abraham. <laughs> let's 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 call I mean we have a Chelsea fan that uh, I think he'll be the best person to talk about Chelsea and what he thinks is the issue with Chelsea. So let's let's give him a call. Let's give him a call. Let's see what he has to say. <laughs> Kojo, yeah. what's up? We 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 all watched the Chelsea game yesterday, so we felt like you'd be the best person to tell us, as a Chelsea fan, to tell us what you thought about the game. Break it down for us. Well, the game, I mean, in my own view, was just all over the place. I don't think West Brom came into the game with an expectation to win it or even be able to get three goals out of the game. Mm-hmm. But for some strange reason, it, it happened. And I think the reason why it happened is simply this. Now, we all know Chelsea has a good squad yet. One part has spent about 300 million um, pounds on players, mm-hmm. including Havertz, who so far has been a very huge disappointment to Chelsea. But yeah, we do have a lot of players with individual talent. 
But the coordination, like we said, even before the season began, is still not best. So, I mean, we have good players, but then the coordination wasn't there. Now, the beginning of the game, I, I just feel like Chelsea was just sleeping a little bit, to be honest. Errors from Marco Alonso and, I mean, David Silva. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva. Yeah, so Thiago Silva just, just caused us, I mean, just kind of killed the momentum. And then they were able to go ahead and score that big goal. But, I mean, I, I enjoyed the, the, the tactical change by Lampard in the second half. Taking out two players that I expected him to take out, Marcos Alonso um, and um, Kovacic, and bringing in Hatsun Odoi <laughs> and Azulikweta. And I mean, that kind of changed the face of the game. I feel like Azulikweta put in that kind of leadership, expectation that or whether that we're looking for to actually make the game, you know, go on. Mm-hmm. Good. And we're good. And we're able to make a comeback from that 3-0. Yeah, but do you think that everybody knew just before you bought nine players that there was no way you could you could gel all of them together in a season? So well, why why well, did you do true. it? True, I mean, then again, you never know the the, the kind of tactics that Lampard Lampard wants to play. I mean, if you consider the the, the games that we played all season, it's mm-hmm. like even the players that he had last season are even dominating as compared to the players that he. Mount saved you yesterday, yeah. And he literally bought yeah, Havertz yeah, to replace yeah. I mean, Mount. It's like we're still relying on the big players that we had last, last week. And I mean, yes, yes. I mean, we all thought that, okay, he finds his players and he could be able to gel them together. But so far in all games, we haven't really seen that coordination. We haven't really seen that gel. As for why that is happening, honestly, I can't tell. I don't know what Lampard wants, what else. I mean, he wants to be offered before he actually gets everything straight. And get everybody in line, playing in good positions, whilst they were doing games consistently. But I mean, right now I just I don't know. I honestly, I'm a Chelsea fan, but I honestly can't explain it. You guys remember when you were beating what's the name? Bansley. Bansley. You were beating Bansley. How about Hatrick? I mean, first of all, that was the Carabao. And and secondly, like I I didn't even the players that he played were supposedly. Players, you know, I mean, Supposedly. yeah, Alves is the team A player. Who, who, I mean, who scored the hat trick that day? But I mean, that day we missed the likes of players like Kuma, who is a team A player. Um, he was brought in for Thiago Star, Thiago Silva, and then um, Timo Werner didn't play that game, and other players you know, that were replaced and all that. But Thiago Silva is a team A player now. He actually, is. Actually, he's actually he's a captain actually, now. <laughs> yeah, you gave him yeah, a captain. Yeah, he's a vice captain. But it looks like he's he's thinking of benching Aspie because I'm sure if Chiwell is fit, he's going to play Chiwell. He's I mean, going to bench at this, Aspie. At this point, at this point, I have a feeling he's even going to switch Aspie to to left back and put Chiwell at right back. You, no, you no, really no, want no, to replace no, no. Rhys James I mean, with Aspie? Yeah, Rhys James I mean, is... It looks, like, it looks like a good deal because I feel like Aspie can play with a good role between. But, but Rhys yeah, James yeah, is yeah. a generational... Okay, I don't want to say generational talent. I think that word has been misused. But Rhys James is a good player. Do you really want to bench Rhys James and play Aspie Greta? Okay, well, definitely not. Yeah, understand. So, yeah, it looks like... like you're right, you're right. It looks like... Like I said, Chelsea has good individual players, right? But then tactically, like let's say if, if our blueprint is just not perfect, 
Is it a coach? Is, is it like, a coach issue? Is it that your coach is just not that good? At this at this point, I would admit that yes, it's, it's definitely the coaches. He just needs to get things together. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like he has the potential to get it together. One thing that I've learned about Lampard is that, I mean, even as a player, he never really focused on on defense. Like whenever he got the ball, he was the best brother who pushed the ball forward. And mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he did get goals in Chelsea. He, he he did break a record when it comes to goals scoring in Chelsea. Penalties and, and everything. <laughs> I mean, no, necessarily penalties. I mean, he did score really good long range goals and all those things. But that's all the point. The point is, Lampard, Lampard knows. I mean, I feel like his his knowledge about tactics is mostly focused on attack. You understand? Yeah. Last season, I mean, he created a team that was really good in attack, but awful at defense. And even the goalie was also, I mean, terrible. And then. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know. You, then, you, I mean, you know your. This season, this season, it's like, okay. He hasn't put together the strength for for the attack yet, and then I mean, thinking about defense would be a one of the issues. So yes, I mean, I could admit that yes, the coach hasn't figured things out yet, but I feel like he has the potential to as time goes on. Definitely, Chelsea will pick back up again. We hope so. I mean, so. When, when the game went to three zero, we hope when the game so. went to three zero at half an hour, I was like, okay, there's no way we're coming back from this because I don't know the last time that Chelsea actually. Made a comeback from three zero in the Premier League. But you know what? Because you were playing West Brom. If you were playing West Ham or Wolves or Sheffield United, and you went three nil down, you won't come back. Exactly. West Brom is still it's still a championship level team. No matter what they do, like they lost their last their first three games and and also their first two games. Also remember that your your coach is still a championship coach. Yeah. He, 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 I understand. I, I get what you mean. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> I get what you mean, but it's, it's, it's not, it's not also right. I mean, he hasn't had a lot of time to to build his resume when it comes to coaching. Yeah, you understand. All right. Like he only had the opportunity to go with Derby County, and I mean, he did, he did, he did quite okay. He was decent with the, with the team. He was able to build a good team and before coming to Chelsea. And even with Chelsea, they would have finished top four. And I mean, that, that wasn't too bad. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like he still needs to get his goal up. He still needs to do. I mean. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kojo. Thank you very much for joining the Papus and Raj podcast and giving us your views on Chelsea and how you think they can improve. We hope to we hope to get you back the next time. Okay. All right. Bye. So, you, the Chelsea fans say it's coaches at championship level team, <laughs> which is very true. You know, United we say our coach is and not that PE good. Teacher. He's a PE teacher, but we know there's days he's 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 made I mean, he's some good practically outclassed the genius. Yes, yes, he he almost outclassed Klopp. If it wasn't for, for some horrible robo defending, yes, you know, you know, we've we've had games where he's his start tactics has been on point we, we, he just struggles with the lower less coaches but not lower less I mean the lower teams but but we, we <clears throat> Lampard and PE teacher Ole Gunnar Solskjaer I feel there's more they both have potential in mm-hmm. soccer they know in coaching I mean they mm-hmm. they they, they, they all excel but if you look at someone who 
just acquired a whole new brand new set you are expecting him to be winning games and being on point i mean you can't spend 300 million drawing 300 exactly with west brom exactly. <laughs> so when you meet the the one happens when you meet manchester united you're going to struggle you you've played you've played um two lower level teams and won two games and you play it's sorry you played two lower level teams and one world class team you you won one lost one drew one that's horrible yeah. that's absolutely horrible and i i mean i hope in, i hope ole doesn't do something like no, that no. if we do we, buy him sancho and tell us I, I don't want to expect any kind of nonsense like we're, that true true but also i'm good that we 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 didn't get someone like habits i don't know i know when 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 they were signing him on twitter chelsea fans were already comparing him to announce habits announce habits not even the <laughs> not even the announce habits they were already comparing him to fernandez fernandez to de Bruyne. chelsea people please please now you see three games i know you can't say judge him by three games but the three games he's played nah Havertz is a good player but he's not a excellent player in the bundesliga he was doing very well because I mean, aside Bayern and Dortmund, like, <laughs> let's be honest, they are they are they aren't that good teams in the Bundesliga. In the Premier League, it doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, it just doesn't work that way. Sheffield Wolves are good teams that you have you definitely struggle against. Brighton, even like it's, it's a, if I don't know how he's going to play against Crystal Palace if he plays against Brighton and West Brom that way. True, you know, I don't know. All right, thank you very much, Papus. Uh, thank you very much for listening to today's episode. I hope it was fun. Catch you next week, and hopefully next week when we come back, we're talking Sancho, Teles, you know, the new acquisitions, acquisitions, how we're going to line them up, you know, all the excitement that will come with it. We could also come with disappointments. We could also come with, you know, <laughs> we, we could also come next week and just just trash football and and, and the ball the whole time. <laughs> like, hopefully, we come with the best news. All right, bye.